Hello, this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. It's no news that the Tinipu-led administration has set the ground running with its economic reforms. It first started by the removal of fuel subsidy, amongst others. Of fuel subsidy, unfortunately, the budget that I've glimpsed before I assume of and what I've heard is that no provision is there for fuel subsidy. So fuel subsidy is gone. Since that statement was made, the untold hardship that assists Nigerians is nothing to write home about. Which begs the question, who are actually the losers and the gainers from the Tinibus-led administration economic reform? Well, let's find out. Yeah, my name's uh, Mohammed Kudu Ibrahim. Mm? Uh, I'm a retired director of uh, Nigeria Deposit Insurance Corporation, NDIC. I'm also a former columnist of, of Daily Trust that went by the name of Muhammad Al-Ghazali that wrote for Daily Trust for more than 20 years. We're in the transition period, you know, between the time the, the president introduced those reforms, particularly the most impactful of them all, the removal of fuel subsidy, and of course, the virtual floating of the Naira that has led to the crash in the exchange rate between the, uh, between, um, the dollar. It's still too early, we're in the transition period, but ultimately, you know, um, it, it can be argued like the NLC president tried to do, you know, uh, in a very, very persuading way, that uh, the cost of living has become virtually unbearable in the face of uh, stagnant wages, and that, uh, in his own opinion, the various policies are just reactionary. I'm happy to know that he didn't necessarily, he did also say that they are not well thought out. Because if you ask me, you know, something just had to be done. If I can offer my humble opinion, the NSC president said we're virtually in a palliative economy. There is a lot of responsibility on government at all levels to judiciously manage the additional earnings that are coming. And somebody says more than 50% that are being shared now from the Federation account. So a lot will depend on how those uh, additional resources okay, mm. are used for the generality of the masses. Mm. So if you're talking about uh, losers and winners, mm, the, you know, if, you, if you take the pedestrian view, the winners will tend to be the masses because it pinches them more. But all I can say is that as a direct consequence, what we have now, we, we, you know, the, the middle class has been virtually wiped out in the Nigerian space. We no longer have a, a middle class in Nigeria. Okay. It's all between the, the winners, huh, who are the super rich, and of course the masses. There's no in-between any longer. My name is Dr. J.K. Naeju. The gaining and losing is still, it, uh, it depends on the angle you are looking at it. Now, presently, the one I see, and I spoke to there, is that we are losing a lot in terms of uh, the nation, what goes to the national account in terms of our mineral that the Chinese have invaded our forests and they are taking a lot of precious minerals away and they were backed up by the Chinese government so the government should take it off and flush them out of our forest because that is the reason why the bandits are all about and therefore our people cannot farm they cannot produce and if they don't produce we cannot go to industrialization and the minerals they are taking out of the soil, 
will not go to national accounting. We have no business with uh, poverty. If what is in our is more than oil. So those are matter of saying who is losing, who is gaining. Okay. My name is Mohamed uh, Muta Gaussman. I'm a professor of economics at the Department of Economics at Modibella University, Zara. Everybody is losing. In fact, uh, there is no way to justify the current hardship Nigerians are in. Uh, and uh, policies are not pronouncements. Uh, policies must be uh, direct, systematic, calculated, and uh, value-driven or output-driven. Uh, so unless, unless you have that, then you can't call it a policy, but rather a pronouncement. And that pronouncement has created a lot of hardship in terms of uh, the prices in the country and continuously uh, that's what we have been seeing so far. Those are some Nigerians there speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We'll be going on break. Do stay. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're asking if there are gainers and losers from Tinubu's economic reform. Before we went on break, some Nigerians shared their views on the president's economic reform. Are they truly gainers or losers? The former Minister of National Planning, Dr. Sham Sudin Usman, educates us. But I want to just use as an example of winners and losers, two of the immediate policy announcements that President Tinubu made on, in fact, uh, 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 during his inauguration. One was the removal of the fuel subsidy, and the second was the exchange rate uh, uh, depreciation. Now, using the fuel subsidy, one can say that before the removal, the fuel importers, the oil importation syndicate, were the winners, and the Nigerian, average Nigerian, was the loser. That is before the scrapping. Immediately after removal, the situation was reversed, isn't it? The average Nigerian was the winner, and the losers were the oil importation syndicate. But these two policies actually have engendered a an almost unprecedented inflationary spiral. And inflation generally hurts the poor more than the rich. It hurts the poor and those on fixed income or no income. As you can see, people struggling to uh, uh, make ends meet. So now, 
can anybody say really? Or if I ask you, who are the winners and who are the losers arising from those two policies? You probably say that it's been reversed again. On the face of it, it looks like the average Nigerian seems to be the loser of that policy. But who is the winner? Certainly not indicate because they are still, they've lost that uh, bit of business, even though some of them are still importing and selling in the unregulated market and making money. So they probably haven't lost that much anyway. But I think you cannot necessarily say that the average Nigerian is the loser because it's probably too early to make such an assessment. It depends on, you have to take in other factors into account. So in the short term, it may look like one way, but when you go to the medium to long term and taking into other uh, factors into account, for example, where are the palliatives? Those, this is a valid question to ask. Where are the palliatives? How well are they being implemented? 3,020-seater buses, CNG, were promised. Where are they? So, Kabiru, when you ask, is it too early to assess? No, it's not too early. It's a valid uh, question that people need to ask. Some of the palliatives, the implementation started very poorly and the government had to actually suspend them. But at least one thing is showing is that it is a sensitive government. It's listening. When people complain, when there is an uproar about certain actions, uh, the government listens and immediately takes action. There are also savings, additional savings in revenues, higher revenues. If you look at the uh, amount that is going to the uh, uh, Federation account, it's increased by almost 50%, the amount to be shared. So how those additional revenues are going to be used by both the federal government and the state governments will come into the final calculation of who are the winners and who are the losers, how those revenues are used. If they are used in the old way of just paying salaries and allowances uh, and not, you know, the, the average Nigerian is not likely to be a gainer from uh, the use of those revenues. <clears throat> the student loans scheme and other policies that the government is, the new electricity uh, uh, bill that has been signed by the president. So you actually, in the sort of medium to long term, you have to factor in all those additional policies, uh, how the additional revenues that are accruing to the government are utilized, uh, that, and the, the, the use the palliatives and so on and so forth before one can come to uh, 
to a conclusion about who are the winners and who are the losers. But my worry even is not even that. It's a question of, okay, how do you determine winners and losers? What process do you use? How do you do that? If you asked 100 Nigerians today to tell you who are the winners and who are the losers, probably you'll have 100 different answers. That was Dr. Shamsuddin Usman, former Minister of National Planning, speaking. To the average Nigerian, losing or gaining doesn't really matter, but his stomach matters. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.